Welcome to the booth, the world's first premier primary and only freestyle podcast. This is episode zero, 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 three. What is up? This is Booth in episode quad zip tray. Y'all, y'all, aka Sancho, aka Rhetoric, aka Young Chubby Dumpling at the helm, the captain of this vessel. I won't steer you wrong, but I can't promise I'll steer you right. Behind the boards right now, we have Jolly Statue, old buddy from the emo days, the songwriter days. He went from tickling them acoustic strings to slapping them tangling. So if you're driving, I recommend you pull over, put on your hazards, because you are about to have your soul just kicked out of your body this is for the safety if you're in the uber uh just put on your seatbelt and all right all right so we're gonna fade that out a little bit uh so again this is booth in the world's only freestyle or and only and if any competitors come i'm gonna have to ether y'all behind these mean podcasting streets and i'll have to do it just using the format you know i talk you hopefully listen and at the end i chef up a little genuine freestyle genuine off the top freestyle based on a series of notes i make uh while editing the pod and you know it's harsh out here it's hard out here for a podcaster you know it's a saturated market but uh I think I got some sea legs on me. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, our listenership is in the tens now. Tens. And, uh, and I could not have said that before. Um, so again, uh, welcome. How's your week been? Don't you hate it when people ask you that? How's your day? Like, do you really want to know? And the, the weirdest thing is people ask you as they're walking past you. The only thing, you could only give like four-letter answers. They might not even make sense. Oh, hey. How's your day? Go. So fast, there's just a Doppler effect as you're zipping past you, attempting to not absorb that uh, that information. That's why sometimes I like to keep it myself, as you've maybe heard. This is a product of invigorating loneliness. But if you just put your nose to the speaker, we cooking. And there's a whole team behind it of producers. And if you're listening to it, you're right on deck, staring out into these choppy seas, these uh, cresting waves. So fear not, but don't forget your sunblock, because we stay bringing them heaters. Oh, dad jokes, and I don't even have a S.O. All right, so uh, let's get into it. I was walking this weekend. Terrible weather, god-awful weather, literally god-awful, if you choose to believe that the Lord delivers this weather to us. And uh, I was looking up at the trees, because it's fall, allegedly, and I could not help... But to notice, our trees are all green. 
I mean, there's a couple. It's kind of like a population, you know. You're always going to have someone with some, you know, neon-colored hair. Those are the rare trees that are standing out where these leaves are changing color. But our leaves are overwhelmingly green. And I begin to think about it. You know, these trees are kind of like mother hens or other birds that actually get in trees. I guess hens doesn't apply. But, uh, you know, they're trying to get these leaves off, trying to get some new growth, maybe trying to take a break. It's kind of like whenever it's winter and those of you who shave your legs can take a break. Or whenever it's no shave whenever and you gently, Genteel lads grow out your beards. Maybe the trees need a break too. I'm just trying to give these leaves a shake. And if you believe in Mother Nature, I would have to say she was trying to lend that helping hand. I would say that Mother Nature was that task rabbit. Maybe them trees sent the universal group chat a line or some sort of gif or series of emojis with the wind and the trees, indicating we're ready for these leaves to go. You know, Papa needs a new style. And so this weekend, these 45 to 50 mile per hour gusts came through. And you know what? Them leaves ain't going anywhere. These leaves are like, you know, uh, these Second Amendment supporters, you know, Y'all gonna take my guns from my dead cold hands. And these leaves are like, I'm leaving the nest over my dead body. These leaves ain't moving. They're stubborn. And I like it. And I like bad weather. Sometimes people, oh, this, this weather uh, just makes me want to curl up with a hot toddy, with a cup of cocoa, with a Dr. Pepper. And they say it as if this weather's bad. You know what? I like napping weather. I love taking naps. I'm a proponent of the NAP. I'm down with NAP. Y'all know me. I'll hit a quick 40, or I might even drop a quad spot on them. You know, that four-hour nap, that half-sleep, we call that zombie dreaming. Because when you come back, you ain't the same as when you left. And you might even need a little snack. Although sometimes a little snack is what puts you in the, the nap stature to begin with. And uh, sometimes I like, like this weekend I was in a mood. And, you know... Uh, some people are like, oh, this weather is just, like, depressing. And I know seasonal depression is entirely a thing. Um, but sometimes I like that, too. Because if, if I'm having a bad day and the weather's bad, I'm like, hey. So you're like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, how about this weather? Huh. 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 How, about, how about this weather? Huh. And I think, good. Because I'm not in a good mood. And now neither are you. And we have something in common. And that's the Lord at work. Am I right? Whew. Almost hit kind of Yeezy levels of preaching there. Uh. 
Yeah, sometimes I love this gray weather. It just it's so glum. I've considered moving to England, and then I realized I don't even want to visit England, but I've heard it's very glum there. And if I could do anything, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the powers that be's handicap, kind of the emotional equalizer. Like, oh, you don't feel so good today? Well, I just wasn't in the mood before I even opened the shades. And this is an overwhelmingly negative podcast at the moment. But sometimes that negative space will provide a splash. And that chiaroscuro, that artistic strike of the magnesium against the hay of the mind might just provide a little warmth to that bravada. Woo, you smell that? The crock pot of your brain is simmering. It also could be my feet. You ever just wonder what part of your body you're smelling in that moment? That happened to me prior to this podcast. As I've mentioned, I adore procrastination. I am a huge fan. Procrastination would be in my top eight back in the my speezy days. Along with some Elliot Smith playing on the backdrop. So y'all know how serious I am. If I was really feeling myself, I'd have my own music playing on my page. Because you might not see it, but I'm flexing here. So when you're ready to lose your mind a little, get that crockpot weapon. You gotta be boothing. And you know, the wind was just whipping the tar out of these trees, these leaves. And I couldn't tell if the trees want the leaves there because they're not letting them go or if it's just them leaves hanging on for dear life because it's fall. It's autumn if you make six figures or more just as dinner becomes supper at an appropriate level of southernity and wealth. But it's fall, so you know what's supposed to happen? These leaves have gotten the eviction notice from the Lord. They ain't going, and I feel them. These little punk rockers, little punks. That's what that's what I think now when I'm looking at these trees. You know, I never I never saw the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, but I know it don't have leaves on it because they're staying put. And I know these trees might be clashing with the elements, but London's calling, baby, and you know who's not answering? The leaves. Because they're preoccupied, hanging on for dear life. Don't you love something that's clanging? I was thinking about that the other day. These hyper-fast swimmers, you know, shaving off their body hair. I bet if they could, I bet they just lose appendages, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I, I dropped as much weight as I could, and these nips had to go. You know, these bumpy, these bumpy braille books from up above had to go and had to get my my Nelly button filled up too because it was getting a little drag also I sculpted my my backside down a little bit just less resistance I'm just a human torpedo I don't even know what I'm talking about sometimes but I tell you what 
you know, it's funny. It's the little things, and it doesn't just apply to swimming. It's the things in your life, too, where you don't think it's much, like arm hair. You know, you wouldn't think about that. But it's the things that you kind of drag along uh, that aren't much, but after you've gone a certain distance, certain amount of years, certain amount of moments, memories, recollections, experiences, they start to weigh you down. It could be that little, little grudge, you know? It could be that high school drama that always percolates to the forefront of your lobe when you hop on the old book of faces and you have it rubbed in your noggin. That old Tina is happy with four kids and you got six fur babies. And you don't even like two of them. But you're such an animal lover, you tolerate them. But that baggage, that mental real estate, could have been replaced by something a lot better. Maybe. You probably could have a hobby with the amount of time. I I know I could probably be sick at, like, bagpipes or something. With the amount of time I spent uh, hating, just, just stone cold hating, I could probably be sick at the flute. I might be able to crochet. Probably at least give myself a decent haircut. But uh, I've been carrying that. And although resistance against the forces of gravity inside of your life may build some form of muscle, ultimately no amount of muscle is enough to stop you from becoming tired. So you just got to let it go. Just choose one thing this week. And I know you might say, ah, well, that's easy, you know. I'm that televangelist. I ain't always practicing what I'm preaching, right? You know, they say it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. And then they drive a private jet to their benefits and request people give 10% of their incomes. So I'm sometimes that POD television televangelist. I ain't always practicing what I'm preaching. But hey, you know what they say? Don't kill the messenger. And also don't stiff the tax man. And you know, I got a haircut this weekend. And uh, as much as I like the sound of my own voice, apparently, because I'm doing a podcast, I don't like to talk when I'm getting my haircut. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a... uh, fashionista, a aficionado of the aesthetic art. I am a accumulator of Vogue-esque appearances. And, uh, you know, I rock it out at Great Clips because it's so cheap. And where I'm at, barbers are usually closed by the time I could get to them. And I was my own barber for several years, and it wasn't good. And so I'm getting a haircut, and this guy is just going at it on my dome piece, aggressively cutting my hair. And that's one of the, you know, I I never thought about it. Usually a haircut almost feels like an intimate thing, just, you know, it's relaxing. It's kind of like a poor man's massage, you know. You got the, the sound of the buzzer, you know, the snips and clips with the clappers and the small talk the background and the hum of your mind and the music, usually 80s hits, sometimes country, sometimes Motown. 
and it all kind of combines into some sort of, you know, Jonestown punch for the soul in just a moment. And it kills you long enough to let you live a little. But this man was pissed. I mean, first off, the Clippers were just snagging at my hair. And they did that the last time old boy cut my hair. And so that was unsettling. And he was, it was like he was racing against himself. It almost seemed as though before I walked in there, he was like, all right, Sally, I'm going to go take a smoke break. Mind waiting. And I walked in and, you know, Sally was giving Methuselah a perm because Great Clips has a wide, gorgeous clientele. And he was just like, all right, I'm going to get through this. So he is ripping, and I mean ripping through my head. Hardly even asked me anything. He was just like, I said, fade it up on the sides. He said, two guard, you're. He's like, how short you want it up top? I just said, short. And he was to the races. And I tell you what, if Seabiscuit was a barber, that man would have been doing laps around my noggin. And those of you who know me know I have a monstrosity, a gargantuan, a iceberg pre-global warming glacier-type level noggin. And, man, when it comes to mowing lawns, he was ripping through it. Felt like he was cutting corners. I was nervous. When he got the scissors out, he was snipping fast. It felt like Edward Scissorhands was going to Hound Dog Town Ham Hockey Puck Wham Bam Slam. Heck, on my dome piece. So I just closed my eyes because I'm not trying to talk. And I'm not trying to see the haircut mid progress. That'd be like staring at dinner as it's being prepared by a chef. You think pulled pork looks as good raw as it does chefed up? So I try to let an artist do their thing, just like some of you, I hope, hang in there and stick with me. Whether or not the pod is always holding your primary interest. But I, I he was done. And oh, here's how fast he went through it. He ripped, I mean, it must have been no more than... It felt like eight minutes. And he was done so fast that uh, as I was checking out, he's like, oh, hey, you got a little hair on your cheek. Didn't even hit me with the complimentary dry blow. <laughs> Couldn't even hit me with the blow dryer. And you know what? The haircut is gnarly. I was a little nervous, you know. I was playing that great clips roulette, loading that cl- loading that set of clippers. You never know what's going to come out of the other end when you put them to your noggin, but I haven't had a haircut get this many compliments since I got my haircut professionally after two and a half, three years of just taking that two guard straight to the scalp. What else? And sometimes you get swept up, you know? 
Sometimes something is so shiny, so fast, so magnetically in- inviting that it'll rip past you and you'll just be on the ground. And the sheer force of its movement, of its momentum, will just leave you spinning. As though some of those leaves I was talking about previously finally gave up, fell on the road, and a car zipped by, and they're just square dancing with themselves afterwards for, you know, a good 30 seconds. And other things can pull you by a storm and twist up your directional inclination and uh, leave you dizzy. Jobs, the news. Obvious edit with no apparent segue inserted into this moment for you. All right. I think that uh, concludes the monologue type portion. So uh, we're going to get a couple things set up here. Gonna do a little editing, make my cards, and then we are going to be boothing episode quad zero four thank you for tuning all right in. maybe short and sweet will be the move right, having go. a tough time today i'm having a tough time when it comes to open up my mind sitting these rhymes i gotta loosen up maybe sip some wine or maybe i refine my skill set if i freestyle more this week then i'd probably be ill yes then i'd probably be sick yes maybe i'd be down with the sickness like misery loves company i don't have to make sounds to rhyme or do i i don't know whatever but don't question the process and spitting this nonsense like a haircut off the dome. I got it like a haircut. Please don't doubt it. And please don't watch how the sausage is made. Even if you're trying to go catch a fade, they're going to tell me I sip Haterade. I could have skills like playing a flute. I could have skills like Ron Burgundy. Favorite color red, man, not Burgundy. I like to wear blue like the new podcast symbol made by that dude, Ryan Hauser. Even if I'm Bowser, feeling like Mario, more like Wario or Lucario. I am a Pokemon or am a Pokemon. Even if I drop sword, they say I'm not man. Loneliness, invigorates, creative process, no taste, poor taste. That's what I have. No shave whenever with my mind when I stab into your mental plate with my fork of delivery. These other people try to be something that I'm really not. So, if I tell you that I'm flowing, then I really mean it's really hot. If I tell you that I'm sipping, then that means that I'm on a mission just to leave you spinning <laughs> with my ferocity, obnoxiously spitting these hypotheses like Socrates. They tell me I'm kind, easy practicing. Well, what I preach isn't easy, but I do it sometimes. Televangelist of the mind. I got a mind favorite podcast and a faith favorite radio. Uh, ill light radio. Uh, keep it good and junior flow. Square dancing with myself, eat the competition on this shelf. Saturated market, oh, what the heck? What the Taco Bell serving me? They messing up my order, but it ain't my daughter, cause that was. <laughs> but I had a boo baby and it drove me crazy, so they gotta tell me, like, absolutely, positively, yes, sir, 100%, maybe, probably, obviously, perhaps not obnoxiously. So I changed the instrumentals made by Jolly Statue. Dude, ought to have more fans than Dave Matthews. Yo, yo. And I think that's where I'll tie it off. Like a bread bag, spin it up. Sell it all, 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 all. 
All right, so you've been listening to Boothin episode 00003. Uh, this is y'all, y'all. You are listening to Jolly Statue. Prior to this, we had a bump by Papisan Matt Dub from the band Exercise. I feel bad that I didn't do this instrumental justice, but uh, thank you for tuning in. Smash that subscribe. Uh, we're Boothin, B-O-O-T-H-I-N. We are on Apple Podcast, Stitcher. We were just accepted for Google Play. We're on Spotify, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at B-O-O-T-H-I-N underscore P-O-D. That's Boothin Pod with an underscore. And other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks to Ryan Hauser for the artwork, the new artwork and the old uh, new artwork, either this week or next. Depends on when it drops. Uh, hey, you know, if you know someone who enjoys podcasts, throw this one their, their way. Uh, or don't, you know, the fact that you're here is more than enough. And I genuinely do appreciate your time. All right.